0: Dot FM, yep, it's time for comedians to do their jokes and whatever.
1: <laughs>
0: Good luck, you guys, I mean seriously, I'm hosting from the booth tonight uh, because I don't uh, have a, an intern or a helper and that's okay. It just means that I'm uh, gonna be uh, not as nice as I could be. Because I don't have to, because I'm not in front of you. Please, 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 get me the list. I need the list. We can start this up. Lots of comedians here, not a lot of time. When you hear the horn, it means you have a minute. If you go over, I'll just start being a bitch. All right. Your first comedian of the night. Hey, uh, first of all, well, they signed up where they wanted to sign up. All right, here we go. Uh, your first comedian, she skateboards, and she's super awesome and very funny lady. You guys are gonna laugh hysterically for Mary Bushy.
2: Hello, is it working? Is this the right mic? Okay. Um, so lately I've been um, kind of is Hi, how are you doing? So- going farming again all right i've been spacing out a lot on stage lately because i got these hecklers that i thought were going to beat me up and ever since then i've been like wanting to just go home and cry all the time um so what do i have today i wanted to talk about jack white because i don't understand why um a lot of ugly guys don't just go out there and become rock stars why don't they become musicians because jack white did it and i would bang the hell out of him ugly guys will get banged if they become musicians um jack white to me looks like a bloated vampire but dude have you seen the way he plays a g-string my g-spot explodes um i saw i've seen him many times live in concert and mind you he's also like the biggest asshole ever and he gets any twat he wants so um i don't know i saw him live and he pissed his pants because he is an alcoholic and i would still go down on him that's how hot he is you cringe but you might do it too. Think of you like the ugliest guy, like rock star that you're like, oh, oh my God, I wish he knew who I was. Okay, maybe it's just me. I'm just giving advice to those listeners right now who might look like a gargoyle. Um, So let's see, and then, I'm also kind of worried about Jack White because since he is like, he's definitely a a huge alcoholic. Um, He's a lot like Elvis in that he, um, you know, he's like this amazing rock star from Nashville, pale black hair and stuff. And so he's also 40 like Elvis was when Elvis, you know, died. So I'm getting really worried that Jack White's gonna, you know, get fat. Um, <clears throat> speaking of Elvis, white guys and karate, let's, let's talk about it. Any white guys in here? Yeah! <laughs> Don't lie, you guys are into karate, aren't you? Ever since the 1969 Elvis comeback show where he's like running around during a l- slow song and he's like, take my hand. No, mama, the other hand. Um, yeah, just white guys are really awkward with karate, but they fucking love it. They are like the most, they're like, oh, grab my hand. No, the other one. And then uh, my friend Kilby Heyman from Alabama, who's not really my friend. I fucking hate him, but he's around all the time. Uh, he went. He's majoring in Jap- Japanese language, but he's always like, Konnichiwa, Ohio. And he went to Japan. And I can just imagine like him going into a sushi joint and being like, y'all got the hamachi fish. I like it rare. And then like going next door to a karate place and being like, sensei, sir, sensei, sir, sir? Do you think if I uh, master the Komodo dragon today, I could get an orange belt? Oh shit, my cousin's in here. Uh, we used to make out. Uh, I don't know. That's it. All right. Thanks. Yay! Keep it going for Mary Bushy.
0: Yay! Whoa. Yeah. Just um, put that one like behind you, and we'll deal with the other ones because they're better mic stance. Sorry. Don't worry. It's all good. It's all good. It, it's a it's a wonky situation. All right. Our next comedian. Don't worry about the about the wonk uh, your next comedian up uh, is a funny guy he never writes his last name so it makes it difficult to tag him on Facebook but I know who he is so I'm just gonna bring him right up put your hands together everybody it's Jacob Vanderwilk.
3: Wilk Ooh, oh wow perfect timing hello everybody how we doing tonight yeah all right I had the day off today, which was amazing. Uh, Teacher work day. Since I'm not a real teacher, I'm just a substitute. I didn't have to show up. Yay! It was fun. I was at work on Wednesday, and uh, this girl was like, had a magnifying glass. I'm just going to pretend that your head was my head in the situation at Ant. She's like, your head is so big. I'm like, I don't need my head to be magnified. It's already big. Yeah, I got a big old head. I'm a weird dude. I'm probably the only dude you know with hairier arms than legs. It's weird. You know, there are some things I really hate about working with kids. It's not necessarily the kids, it's just, you know, the shit that they're around. Yeah. I hate Hot Cheetos. Yeah, anyone here like Hot Cheetos? Fuck Hot Cheetos, man. <laughs> and that fucking guy, what's his name? Chester the Cheetah? He's like Tony the Tiger's junky uncle. Fuck that guy. I hate him. I read this article recently online talking about how furries were upset with Chesh the Cheetah and they are reaching out to Tony the Tiger and he was like accepting them and taking pics for them or some bullshit. It might not have been true. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, I also hate uh, smartphones. Smartphones are evil. They make my job really easy because uh, I just you know, tell the kids to fuck off and go on your smartphones and leave me alone. The problem is they try to antagonize you into making a rash decision so then they could film you and put you on Snapchat. Yeah, getting bullied on social media by little fucking kids. I don't know, man. I don't know what to do either, brother. I said, what do you love? You tell us what you hate, tell us what you love. I love your hat, man. It's fucking awesome, man. You look like a a fucking conductor on The Clifford Show. That big red hat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the art.
0: I'm of it.
3: yeah, be proud man. Yeah, I'm I'm stand saying. up, stand up for what you believe in Conductor Leroy, and walk out the door. I'm All right, you know, and s- s- social media, <laughs> there you go, social media, it, it can be used for positives. Like uh, one night, I was in downtown Hayward, gets real crazy there sometimes, I was at the Bistro watching a metal band. They were a black metal band. I was like, holy shit, I've never seen one of these before. You know, So I started a mosh pit, but I realized it was just me who was moshing. And I tried to befriend the band, but they weren't having it. And they were gonna go to the Funky Monkey, which is the bar around the corner. And they're like, whatever you do, do not come to the Funky Monkey. So I went to the Funky Monkey. And uh, <laughs> I was trying to hang out. And next thing you know, I was getting dragged off my bar stool. And uh, I got thrown out of the bar and a couple of weeks later, my friend was like, "Hey, what uh, what bouncer was working that night?" I was like, "I don't know, the strong one, you know. <laughs> He's fucking strong. I'm a big dude. He's just fucking strong." And uh, so I don't really know what happened. I went to another bar. I woke up. There's a puddle of urine in my closet. It's like holy fuck. <laughs> Had a great night. But uh, even later on in the month, I ran to a friend at this other bar. I know there's a lot of bars and shit. It might be a little confusing. But. Uh, he was like, hey man, uh, I saw you on Snapchat. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. You were rap battling people, and uh, you know, you're know, you about to get your ass kicked. And I was like, was I winning? He's like, the fight? No. Nah. I was like, no, I'm talking about the rap battle, man. Was I winning? Do I have flows? He's like, no, you had a mouthful of marbles. But uh, he messaged the guy, told him not to beat my ass, told him he's just, uh, you know, he's just a lurch sometimes, but he's a good guy. And uh, social media can be fun sometimes. So uh, thank you. Have a good night.
0: Jacob VanderWilk, easily besting an old man at the battle of wits here at the happy hour. I'm going to get happier in a minute, I promise you guys. I just, hey, Latoya, it's really nice to see you. Uh, voice of reason in my fucking world right now. I almost, I almost fucking went shit can crazy on the old man. I was like, I'm going to beat up an old man right now. You don't understand the art. This isn't a conversation. It's comedy. Don't heckle the comedians. Don't pester or he- just feed the comedians, all right? Jesus Christ. All right. Enough of that rant. Right, I feel, feel a little better now that I just let that go. Uh, your next comedian uh, is part of a show on Tuesdays uh, that I have not had the pleasure of performing at just because I got bumped one time, but it's cool. Put your hands together, Julie Ash!
4: Uh, Pam, I definitely did not bump you at Hysteria. I would love to have you there anytime, so please come by on Tuesdays um, at 6 p.m. It's a mic for women and queers. Uh, straight men are allowed, but don't be a fucking dick, alright? Or I will play depressing music on the piano. That's right, I'm their piano player too. Anyway, um, let's just talk about other things I'm good at. How about I just get up here and say, I do comedy, I play the piano, um, I play chess, uh... I basically do everything but fucking make a living. Do you guys understand? Like, I don't fucking work. Um, I'm not a functional human being when it comes to supporting myself and making money. So, uh, but it's weird. I I used to, I used to be in tech. Anybody else work in tech, used to be in tech? I know you kind of. Um, It's weird because like I worked in tech for seven years and I feel like uh, I accumulated, all the things I accumulated were like maybe a bunch of hoodies, a couple water bottles and a severe mental illness. Um, (laughs) Not really sure it was worth it, but whatever. Um, So I was, uh, I was walking downtown near Sixth and Market the other day. Uh, Does anybody actually hang out like on Sixth and Market. All it is is homeless people and tech people. That's like, it's just those, that, that two. There's a lot of places in San Francisco like that. It's weird. It's like half, it's like half gentrified. Yeah. It's, um, and it's weird because like I got, I got kind of almost, you know when like a homeless person will kind of scare you? They look like they're about to attack you, but then they kind of back off and you're like, what just happened? And like you kind of, you just like, your heart kind of does that flip flop. And that happened to me. I was walking on Sixth and Market, this like crazy homeless guy just like, goes like this but then like keeps walking and I like, it scared me, like I'm a really jumpy person so I was just like, ugh. And then this tech guy was walking by and was like, hey, are you okay? And that's like really weird. And like, I didn't know which person to hate more. It was like, I was just like, what the fuck? What do I do right now? Like looking at the homeless guy and then looking at this tech person, I was just like, I felt like I was staring into my past and my future at the same time. You know what I mean? Uh, Cause I'm fucking unemployed guys and I'm not going back to tech. So the homeless person is my future. I need to make that more clear. That's the first time I've done that. Um I'll make that more clear for the next mic. Uh that's what this is for. Um So, uh speaking of income inequality, I was uh reading about Mark Zuckerberg uh the other day on TechCrunch and apparently Facebook stock jumped 15% in one day, earning Mark 6 billion in a day. Okay, yeah. Are we cheering for that really? Uh he doesn't have enough money. So yeah, apparently he surpassed Larry Ellison in wealth. And he now has $47 billion, making him the sixth richest person in the world. Right. Right as I right as I was reading that, I stepped in a giant pile of human shit. Um, and I was reading this, and I'm like, you know what? I'm really glad he's doing so well. That's awesome. I'm really glad he's reinvesting these funds into the city. Um I uh I was like reading that he like but he was like. Uh, building, I'm like reading that he's like building some robot for his home to help him with tasks around the house. I'm like that's cool let me just wipe the poop off my shoe. Like (laughs) that's awesome. Um, I met met up with a friend later and he was like what's that smell? I was like that's the smell of capitalism. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What else? I feel like I wanted to talk about at least one more thing before I got ahead here. Oh yeah I deal with a lot of anxiety. I I have serious anxiety issues. Anybody else? Sean McKenzie, I know, I know. You. Um, anybody? <laughs> no, but seriously, I, uh, <laughs> I, it's hard because I, I like try to, I try mindfulness meditation. You know, that's where you like stay in the present moment. And you're supposed to pay attention to your body and what your body is feeling and like your surroundings. And uh, it's hard because my mind wanders all the time. Like even when I should be enjoying myself, right? Like even during sex, my mind will wander. Does that ever happen? Like I'll just get random thoughts popping in my head. Like, oh man, I should really be getting paid for this. <laughs> like, like I'm just like, I'm just like, no, bring yourself back to the experience. Like, just try to focus on what your body is feeling right now, which is absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, all right, that's gonna be my time. Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, this is going to be your last comedian for a while that does not have a star behind their name. Uh, so he is a lovely human being that taped my set the other night. It was really nice that you came out to Stuffed on Wednesday uh, and and taped my set and let me see uh, how bad I really am. Uh, I also I also ran the light by four minutes because the guy lit me from behind. I don't even know what I'm like. You're the shittiest toast in the world. Why would you light me behind me? That makes no sense. I of course I'm gonna go for 15 minutes. So my I see my boyfriend giving me the wrap it up finger. I'm like what am I supposed to look at? Uh, all right but your next comedian, he taped me, and thank you so much for doing it. Put your hands together, they're very funny. Ian Kung.
5: Hello. I, uh, I just started dating this new girl, and uh, it's so new to the point where, you know, when we, after we hook up, we still leave our contact lenses in, you know, in the morning. So it's kind of nice. So every morning she's white, but her eyes are squintier than mine, you know? She's just like walking around like this. Yeah. I don't know. Dating a 22 year old is exhausting though, dude. It's like taking care of a baby, except when they cry, she's like, woo! Let's do shots! And I can't handle that. I can't drink for shit. All I do is I turn into a bright red piece of corn and then I just like fall asleep. That's my whole thing. But apparently some other people had this problem. So they invented what's called a Red Bull and Vodka. You guys ever heard about those? Yeah, it's awesome. If you don't know, the people at NASA invented this way for humans to digest kerosene and jet fuel. It's very interesting. Like, it's fr- I, feel like I feel like Red Bull and vodkas are one of those things where you just say, like, tonight's one of those nights I'm not going to be a pussy. I'm going to slam on the gas pedal, but I'm doing this shit blindfolded, you know? Like, you won't call your ex-girlfriend. Like, it's not the kind of drink. You'll, the vodka in your blood says you're going to call all 12 of them. But the Red Bull says, let's just put them on a conference call. We got some mistakes to make, you know? Let's, let's get this show going. So we're with, um, this last weekend, I'm with her at this club, and we're sitting around, we're talking, and she's getting all drunk, and she leans over to me in the booth, and she goes like, hey, you'd be a lot hotter if you just worked out a little more. And I lean back, and I'm like, you'd be hot if you just ate less. Which turns out is a little bit of like too much of a response for what she said to me. So, <laughs> I kind of get why she's mad. Because, I mean, right? It sucks being a fatty, right? Like, that. no one wants to do that. It's not fun, no. I was a fat kid, dude. I was a fat kid, and in middle school, that's a real tough time to be fat because kids are also starting to learn how to be racist in middle school, too. A lot of shinks at my middle school, but only one chunk. You know what I'm trying to say? That's, that's... It's a tough time And then they like, come up with these stupid little rhymes all right? Like fatty fatty two by four Your parents are divorced and no one loves you Like <laughs> kids are tough man It really is And the thing is it's a, it's, it's a miracle that I never Like gave in to uh, an eating disorder Of any kind But in high school I actually did date a girl who, who was anorexic And when you date someone who is anorexic It's kind of your job to make sure that they eat well You know what I mean So what she would say is she'd come back and be like Oh, my God, all I've eaten all day was an apple. And I'd look back and be like, honey, that's a lot of carbs, you know? Oh, I mean, oh. I'm just kidding, guys. I never, told my, I never told a girlfriend not to eat apples. She knew the rules. Okay, come on. Oh, God. You know, I actually told this joke to someone, and then uh, and, uh, afterwards, they were like, you know, that you shouldn't joke about anorexia. There's nothing funny about anorexia. And I'm like, I'm just kidding. I never dated anyone who had anorexia. I made it all up. That's disgusting, you know. Come on. I mean, have you? I mean, actually, have you ever seen anyone with anorexia? I mean, when they like kind of deflate, have you just seen the, this action that happens in like a month? It's like you got this big skin parachute hanging around behind you. You can wrap it around yourself like a sweaty snuggie. I have some strange thoughts on that matter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't leave you on this, it's just, um, my parents don't know I do comedy, and uh, my dad's still under this impression that uh, I'm still going to be successful for some reason, and uh, he told me the other day, like, hey, uh, you're going to be a success one day, just remember that Bill Gates puts on his pants one leg at a time, too, and my first thought was, what kind of Tony Robbins second cousin retarded horseshit is that, right? Come on, I'm not... Bill Gates puts on his legs well, pants one leg at a time, but he's doing it on a fucking private island that he has to helicopter to. I put on a lot of pants in my day, you guys. I've never put on private island helicopter pants. All right. Anyway, thanks you guys.
0: Yay, Ian Kung! No. Oh, Ian Kung. Bring in you a great, I really, uh, there are definitely that, one of that was a Pam approved, the sweaty, the parachute wrapping around like a sweaty snuggie. That is, that is fucking brilliant. I love it. Uh, also I, I used to have an eating disorder, so I can laugh at them. <laughs> so it's good. Uh, here we go. On to the people that uh, have stars behind their names, because we have a lot of those. And that means they're gonna stay, so I that means that means I take care of them. All right, your first comedian. She is just lovely. She um she's like this little pixie, the cutest little sweetheart. I and then when she says those gross things, you're like, ah. Uh put your hands together, everybody. It's Mary Goss. <laughs>
6: Thank you, Pam um, So yeah, no, I do I do look and sound really really young and I think I found a new way to like You know do my civic duty kind of keep bad people off the streets. I think I should just date pedophiles I think I should I'm 24. I look 12. I'd be doing people a service It's legal. Um, then I get laid yeah, no. I used to. Um, I used to get really excited when like there was someone I was into, and I was like, "Oh my God, we have so much in common!" And then I realized that everyone I share anything in common with is a horrifying pervert. <laughs> the issue, mainly there, is that my only interest is horri- horrifying perversion. So, there is my struggle. I should get some hobbies. Um, yeah, and the other uh, the other thing about dating right now at my age is that like everyone is still like weirdly hopeful, like they're just like, oh, you know what? I can't really like tie myself down to anything because I'm sure that I can do better, you know. And especially, and in my case, like they're not wrong. They're they're very correct. I'm mentally ill Danny Tamborelli Ta- look-alike. I got to practice saying that one a couple of times before I tried to do it on stage. But he's little Pete from the Adventures of Pete and Pete. And that is why I wear makeup, because I look exactly like him when I don't. Um, Yeah, and they're always just like, oh, no, I could definitely do better. And it's just like, you could also do a hell of a lot worse. Like, my main flaw is that I can't stop talking about Antiques Roadshow, which I cannot stop talking about Antiques Roadshow. I don't have a real joke for that. It's just been on my mind, and I really want to talk about it. so in my case, I'd, I'm just like, you know what? Just get some noise-canceling headphones. Fucking settle. I'm okay to look out when I make an effort. I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, and all of my friends in like really beautiful, like committed, like aspirational relationships are always just like, Mary, you know what you're doing wrong? It's just your standards. They're just they're just too high. You know, they, you need to open your mind to different possibilities and. What they don't take into account is that I do not think my standards could get any lower because I have now dated two adults who did not have bed frames, (laughs) slept on mattresses on the floor, right where I belong. So I don't know where they think my bar is set at, but it's like, it's like here. It's like, it's like right down there. Um, And I, I also went to Catholic school Went to Catholic school, that's where I went. And I, um, I hated getting called on to like say the prayer because in, in the Catholic school that I went to, you had to say a prayer before every class. So someone would just be sweating profusely through our, our father. And I've realized how to stop them from calling on me randomly, is that if you start quoting from the book of Revelations, people get really freaked out when you do it in the weird children the corn voice that I have. So the book of revelations if you're unfamiliar it's all the weird apocalyptic shit. So like, you know, Sister Laura or whoever would just call me and be like, "All right, you say the prayer." And I just, you know, I just go up in front of class and be like, "And then a monster rose from the sea, and it had seven heads and 12 horns on each head. And the infin- and the, the unbelievers, they burned." Amen. <laughs> and they stopped calling on me. Um, Thanks so much.
0: Hi. Yay! Creepy baby voice. She's gonna get married to Chucky someday. It's gonna be like Chucky 8. It's like real bride of Chucky friends forever or something. Is that mean? I'm sorry, I meant it to be nice. Was that funny the nice is funny nice never mind uh if anyone has a vape pen i'd be interested in that your next comedian is uh, a very funny man and he's also very very kind he uh runs the door for fantastic which makes me so happy and he's been doing his jokes every monday and they just keep getting better and better so put your hands together everybody it's connor doherty
7: realize I was up already whatever uh, didn't really plan out a set because I thought I was on later but let's just get into it uh, do you guys know the it gets better campaign do you remember that from a couple of years ago where it's like LGBT grown-ups talking to queer youth saying you know shit sucks right now but when you get older you get to make your own life decisions and it gets better you know Um, I hope it helped some people. I I like the idea of the campaign. Uh, I like it so much I want to use it for my own purposes. Uh, Except instead of being about how it's okay to be gay, it would be about having sex with me. (laughs) Just, you know, call up some of my ex-girlfriends, get them to deliver a heartfelt monologue looking into the camera. He's weird at first. He'll figure it out. It gets better. There are a lot of similarities, actually, in terms of the intended audience. Like, it's people who, you know, they probably feel confused, isolated. They think no one's ever been in this position before. (laughs) But that, you just need a voice from someone who's, you know, I was there once. I'm not sex negative, I'm just a sex pessimist. (laughs) Which means that when I think about sex, I see the bed is half empty. (laughs) <laughs> Let's change it up. I like I have more jokes, but it's just like I can't I can't do the like I, I can fucking do that all day, but it's not it's not where I want to be. I want to talk about Macklemore. I know you've all heard this, but there's a new ending. You guys hear this uh, new Macklemore song, White Privilege Two? There was a White Privilege One. I think white privilege two is going to end racism, not because anyone cares what Macklemore has to say, but I feel like we can all just come together and solve this so he doesn't have to make a white privilege three. (laughs) (laughs) You've heard that joke like five times. (laughs) I'll fucking take it. (laughs) But like, I don't know. I feel like he has to appreciate the irony of him coming out with a song called White Privilege. It's like, I mean, white, it's, privilege is just like when you get some advantage that you didn't really earn. And so it's just a matter of recog- whether or not you're capable of recognizing it. And like, I was just thinking back to this time in college where I definitely received privilege uh, when I was talking to a cop on acid and uh I don't care what color your skin is when the sky is purple and you have pupils like dinner plates, it's stressful talking to a cop. And so I was just at the top of this hill, he comes over, asks me what I'm doing, and the honest answer was tripping balls and staring at a pomegranate, but I managed to blurt out nothing. My friend backed me up, said uh, he was also hi, we're just hanging out cop left us alone. I thought, oh man, I played it so fucking cool. I just, I just got through that interaction. Look at me, I'm fucking cool. No, it's because I was a white dude on a college campus. You can fucking get away with murder when you're a white dude on a college campus. More often it's rape, but you could probably get away with murder if you put your mind to it. But like that's what privilege is, when like you just get away with shit and you say like I did this on my own. It's like fucking no you didn't. It's like Macklemore, you know, he releases this album, he's like, oh we're independent. He doesn't tell you that it's marketed and distributed by the Warner Music Group, a multi-billion dollar record label. But that's why I respect Macklemore as an artist. Not a musical artist, his music is terrible, but he has to be a performance artist because there's no other possible explanation for a white man rising to the top of the rap game, saying he did it on his own when he was backed by a multinational corporation. It's getting there, we're getting closer. (laughs) Happy Friday, you guys.
0: Connor Doherty! He's just so fucking smart. Like, I lose him, I feel like I'm in college again and I'm like, Professor Connor, what's the Warren report? Sorry, that was from another one of his jokes. Everybody, clap again, please, for Connor Doherty! Yay! Yay! Woo-hoo! All right, I'm really excited because uh, Trina's here, which means that I can host from out there. So I'm excited about that. Uh, so clap it up for Trina. Uh, yeah, she has a new show coming up on Sundays from six to eight called Diversity Training. I think it's starting this week. It might be. I don't know. Although it's the Super Bowl, so that wouldn't make any sense at all because everyone's going to be drinking beer somewhere, right? I'm babysitting. Uh, your next comedian, he is a man of many talents. He changes brakes, um, he can wrestle, he, uh, he, he, he like mechanically inclined. He also tells really funny jokes and uh, in stories and stuff. So clap wildly, Ethan Albers!
8: Hit it, yeah, right on. How's it going? Oh cool, I got a really bitchin' LG phone now, huh? <laughs> Whose is this, huh? Whose LG phone is this, Jakobs? Where'd he go? Oh, dude, my phone now, baby, my phone now, one nine hundred booty. Here I go, gonna call that up, right? Good start. There we go. Got chuckles. I. Uh, we all know I live on a bus, so I'll, I'll cut the. We'll cut to the fucking center of that. Whatever. Uh, I had an instant on a bus uh, on Monday. Uh, well, it's Tuesday morning, about 4.30 in the morning. I par- Well, to set it up, I parked in a spot I normally wouldn't park in. I felt safe there. I, felt, I, never, I don't park in places I don't feel safe in. So I, I parked in the spot, and about 4.30 in the morning, I wake up to my dog growling, who, if you've met my dog, is like the sweetest thing alive, and there's a guy trying to break into the back door of my bus. I know, and he stops, and I see him coming around to the front, and so I hop out of bed naked to go meet him at the front, and I go up there, and he's trying to open the front door, and I pull back the curtains, and I yell, I'm gonna spear you! <laughs> and he goes, what? <laughs> like, he was taken back because I threatened to spear him. He's like, oh, I'm out, man. And he just, like, left, and... I don't even have a fucking spear. I don't know where that came from. It just came from deep, like, this, like, inner LARPer of me, this, like, <laughs> live-action role-playing child that wanted to spear this bad man. It came from a deep, dark place. But here's the thing. He's going to go out, and he's going to, you know, thieves know thieves, right? Thieves know thieves. I'm partially a thief. I still shit. Yeah, I'm not going to hide that. But here's the thing. They share stories, right? So I hope one day he shares that story. I hope one day he's talking to another man. He goes, you got shot at, ain't nothing, man. One tame, one, one tame, what? One tame, I came, across, <laughs> I came across the bus, man. It's gonna be the mother load, super sweet, fully loaded, full plasma screen TVs, I swear to God. And I come around, the back was locked, come around the front, and who was standing there naked but Gary Busey. <laughs> And he threatened to spear me. I swear to God, Gary Busey threatened to spear me. Kind of feel bad for the man. His acting career is like shit. He's living in a bus with plasma scream TVs. I don't know. That's, that got legs. I guess there's something there. Um, I, uh, you know, I got back from Oregon. I was up there. Oregon is, I don't drink down here. I don't, you you won't like, unless you see me really like there's some fucked up shit. I don't really drink. I, uh, but I do drink in Oregon. And I try being sober. At home in Oregon But the first time Went to shit Like I got home I have been sober For like a year I saw my mom Got out of the car She goes Give me a big hug She goes Hey welcome home Happy birthday And she gave me A custom wooden Six pack holder And I'm like Mom I, I I'm an Mom I'm an alcoholic And she goes "Oh, you like it then huh <laughs> And I'm like Ah So like right then and there, It's like okay Like I can't stay sober there uh, And it's weird Like I'll be hanging Around my family And uh, my mom <sighs> In Oregon they have, they recycle cans, five cents, but they have like a little account that you put the money into and you can save it out. They give you like a little debit card. So my mom call, she buys canned beer and says she's drinking for Christmas. That's what she does. So she guzzles beer like it's for Christmas and like there's like the addict inside of me is like, oh, this makes perfect fucking sense, right? Every time I drink a beer, I help a child out in need. So I need to drink this 24 pack to like help out Santa, right? That's how this works. That's not that funny, I know. <laughs> I was going to tie it someplace beautiful. I kind of wrote, wrote that last night, like a little sleep. Got the honk. Where am I going to go on that one? What do I have? That's a mi- I don't have anything that's a minute anymore. Do I have anything that's a minute, Pam? You know all my jokes. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, no I, don't, I like giving you guys a show. Most of you comics have seen my shit. So I try to mix it up for you fuck fuckfaces. Um, I do, you know, live on a bus, road rage and stuff. I have it. Um, well, not until recently. I lost my license. But uh, prior to that, I had road rage, and I had to check myself uh, because I was screaming at people out of a school bus in traffic, and I can only imagine what the lady in a minivan saying, and he's like, well, if he's talking to me like that, what's he saying to those children? Uh, that's been my time. Thank you very much, guys. Have a wonderful night.
0: Hooray! That was Ethan Albers. Yay! Is this really not long enough? Oh, that's going to piss me off. Because uh, I just wanted to sit in the front like this. Okay, it's don't hurt yourselves on the cord up there, everybody. Uh, yay, Ethan Albers. Yay! All right, your next comedian. We haven't seen her around these parts in a long-ass time. I'm looking for her and I'm not seeing her face right now. But uh, she's—is Valeska outside or is she in here? No. Oh, Valeska is back there. Oh, okay, good. I didn't see you. You're hiding next to the Grim Reaper there. Uh, <laughs> no, next to the Possum Undertaker. That beautiful piece of art—it was obscuring my vision. You guys, I really love our next comedian. Uh, she's so just a supportive, wonderful individual. I never know where she is. I think she lives here, and then she's in LA. Who knows? But you guys are gonna laugh. Clap wildly for Valeska! <laughs>
9: this one oh uh, i've been told i have the relevance of marissa tomei if you can get that yeah i just got back from new york i was house sitting and the day i left i had microwaved that chimichanga i put it in the microwave i came back in it smelled like the most rancid pussy had been in there and i had to leave and i was like how am i going to explain them that that smell did not come from in between my legs i was sleeping in their bed and shit so I'm back in San Francisco, gay ass, ass backwards ass San Francisco. I know this is hella old, but first, gayest town in the world, banned a Happy Meal, but because of the toy and shit, but what kind of tax you gonna put in your ass when you jacking off on a balcony at the Folsom Street Fair, and everybody's waiting down there in the river of semen for that, the, the money shot to come out into your mouth, and after this, can we go get a Happy Meal? No, it's unhealthy. So. <laughs> Motherfucking ass backwards, San Francisco, Ed Lee and shit, reelected, pisses me off. Somebody voted for me for sheriff, (laughs) and I didn't know so I'm really excited about this. I could make San Francisco gay again. First thing I do is I'm gonna put a tax on uncircumcised illegal immigrants coming in here with their dirty schmegma uncircumcisions Never mind, never mind. So my Brazilian neighbor, she wants me uh, to pay me to help her perfect her English. I said, well, what's the neighbor? What do the neighbors sound like when they're having sex? Because I kind of got a crush on this neighbor. And she said, well, he doesn't make a sound, but she goes, ah. ah it looks like a chicken I said no 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 she sounds like a chicken and I said what time are they doing this she said every morning at 7 in the morning I said bang on the wall in the morning and say you look like a chicken you look like a chicken and so I see her like a week later I said how are you doing she said I don't speak English that was the joke okay I'm gonna do everybody send your thoughts and prayers to your bitch's pussy okay your bitch's pussy is like a classroom, no attendance. Your bitch's pussy is like Michael Jackson, dead. Your bitch's pussy is like a garden gnome, just stands out on the lawn and looks at you funny. Your bitch's pussy is like an egg, beaten. Your bitch's pussy likes bacon wrapped dick. Your bitch's <laughs> pussy for breakfast. Your bitch's pussy is like a spare the air day, everyone rides for free. It takes about 10 days by horse to get through your bitch's pussy's pubic hair. Your pussy looks like Bob Saget, enough said. My pussy is like John Stamos, perfect hair. My pussy shoots chemtrails. Okay, you guys are not the your bitch's pussy crowd. That's my time. Thank you. Keep it going for Valeska.
0: Go uh, look up your music video. What was it? Was um, what was your, what was it called? Pussy talk. Pussy talk. There was, but the, the name of your band was something amazing. What was it? Contest. Yes. Go look up Contest uh, and her amazing song Pussy Talk uh, on the online YouTube's. All right, moving right along. Your next comedian has very curly hair, and then we had a conversation about ayahuasca. So I was like, Jesus Christ, changing my life. I thought you were one way, and then you're totally something different. Oh, isn't that funny how the world works? Hey, guys, clap wildly for Amy Bebo.
10: Hey, everybody. Favorite Friday night activity now that I'm in San Francisco? Um, cause my boyfriend's poor and doesn't take me out, you know, <laughs> I, I used to like until like a month ago, I was generous when I'd walk around and I would like, you know, when someone asked you for a dollar, I would give it to him, you know, and like, yeah, I, I would probably give out like five bucks a day, you know, just out of white guilt and, um, you know, privilege, whatever. Um, but like now I just like make a mental note of each person I'm thinking about giving it to and then I save it and I give it to him at the end of the night, you know, cause, We both need to, like, and, you know, it's like, I don't know, because if I give those people money, maybe they're going to spend it on beer, you know, and, like, I know if I give it to him, he's going to spend it on beer, you know, because we we both need to drink just a little bit to just get over the shame, you know, both of us are both kind of slumming. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually those are jokes that I came up with in my head when I was like walking back from the BART. So, they might not be funny at all. Apparently, it's kind of Berkeley in here, as Tony Sparks would say. <laughs> but I mean, and I don't know if there's ever a time that's like too soon to say that I love you. But I learned on Thursday that there might be a time that it's too soon to like meet somebody's family. <laughs> like. It was interesting, an interesting day. Um, so what else is happening in my life? I you know, Julia left, but you know, she was talking about like Mark Zuckerberg's like robot and stuff and like him giving back to the city with like the six billion dollars he's making. Maybe he could just do the one small thing that we would all appreciate and just put little poop scraping robots like throughout the tenderloin, like on every other corner, you know? Cause then it's like use the technology for good, you know? And I mean we're not gonna maybe Apparently, be able to stop the people from like shatting upon the sidewalk, but um, you know, a little poop scraping robots, you know, could like bring like the tech and the humanists together somehow. I don't know. <laughs> I brought my friend here. I keep trying to get him to do comedy because he has so many good jokes about like Mendocino tragedies and service pit bulls, <laughs> you know, and like all kinds of good stuff, you know. So, Mike, we're hoping that you're going to get on stage here one of these nights. Um, what else is happening ladies I have a little bit is there any lady there's a few ladies in here maybe mm. there's some listening are you sick of getting like harassed on the street like I think we need like a game plan some self-defense so I have a quick um, like rundown so I think we need to all carry more raw eggs with us not for the protein but just because like if somebody like harasses us on the street like verbally harasses us we could just like whip an egg out of our pocket and like throw it at them and like egg them. You know, is that, is that not, a, like, I, I don't know, can we bring that back? Or was that never, it wasn't a thing yet? We could like make it a thing? Um, I, I, Cause like, I have the egg involved in like this revenge protocol that I came up with also, um, which is basically, okay, sometimes you don't know like when you can attack someone who's like verbally being like unkind to you. So you can attack any man at any time just by yelling, that's my purse. OK, so like anytime you can you can run into your ex at a club or like somebody on the street, you don't like, you know, so all you have to do is like be standing close to them. And then you say, that's my purse. And then and then you go down, like with your knee up and hit them in the balls. So then they're going to come down and then you're going to come up with your fist, give them a black eye. So then they, now they got like a black eye from a girl. So it's like, that's my purse, balls, shiner. And then you pull the egg out, smash on top of their head and then smack him on the ass because you can spank any man also as long as you say good game right (laughs) i mean like that's like a thing you know you can slap any man on the ass anywhere as long as you say good game and it brings it around to where suddenly his friends are on your side (laughs) so this is like self-defense and revenge ball shiner egg eggs are not just for the google bus anymore you guys (laughs) all right have a good night thank you so much (laughs) pam
0: learned the grab, twist, and pull method. That's what they taught us, which was the grab, twist, and pull. The junk. It's a dangerous thing. I've never actually had to do that. So, But I, I, I've known the technique since I was 14. Thanks, Danville. All right. Moving right along. These people that have stars, your next comedian uh, is all the way from Germany. And she's here with us for a couple months. It's very exciting. You guys clap wildly for Ingrid Wenzel. <laughs> Thanks,
11: guys. Um, yeah, I never thought that would happen, but I forgot to speak English the other night. Um, <laughs> I was at an open mic yesterday, the mic broke, and I got all insecure, and I was like, wie mach man mal? Was, how do you, I don't know, I forgot how, and then I stood there like an idiot. <laughs> and I don't know why I feel like an idiot, because I mean, I learned English in public high school in Germany, <laughs> so I guess I work. Like, who, who uh, learned a foreign language in public high school? And who still speaks it fluently? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's a, I was an exchange student in, um, in America, so that saves me. I was an exchange student in Michigan whoa yeah like all the other kids from the agency they got sent to california you know the nice places and they sent me to detroit wow. and i i didn't know what detroit means <laughs> i didn't know it meant something and it means something and i googled it picture googled it just saw burned down houses <laughs> i was like wow they don't have a fire department <laughs> and um So my mom was was getting worried, hi. My mom was getting worried. She's like, you're going to Detroit? That's a rough place. But you know martial arts, Ingrid. (laughs) Talking about street harassment, right? Um, (laughs) It's like, yeah, I know martial arts. I know Tai Chi. (laughs) (laughs) Like with Tai Chi, you can fight off a sloth. (laughs) (laughs) That smokes weed. in outer space. <laughs> That's how far you come with Tai Chi. One time I wanted to join a fight, I accidentally broke it up. <laughs> One of the comics last night, he uh, told me, um, I, liked, I like his line, but I don't wanna steal it. But I'm gonna say it anyway tonight, so I quote him. He was like, you made your enemies so, so chill, you evaporated them. I like the line, it's good, right? I actually wrote him, I was like, I like the line, can I use it, is, is that how you do it, or do you not <laughs> consider it at all, or do you, I don't know, you just take it, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so um, I arrived in Michigan with my host family, I love these people, I'm still in contact with them, which is pretty rare for family at all, which is not even your family, <laughs> right? Um, but I love these people and um, I, I, I love, that's where I learned my sense of humor. You know Germans are not known for their sense of humor. <laughs> I learned my humor in Michigan, because on their forum where they introduced themselves to me, they, showed they were supposed to show a picture and one sentence about them. So they had one photograph of them, they were all super-sized people. <laughs> and, then <one laughs> and then the quote to describe themselves, they were like, we like to eat, huh. as you can see from the picture. <laughs> And I was, I'm going to love these people. And they wanted to Americanize me. They wanted to show me the country. So 10 years ago, exactly 10 years ago, in February 2006, (laughs) I might have been 2004, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) They took me on a road trip to New York. Right? We we drove from Detroit to New York in the middle of winter. I didn't see anything for 12 hours. It was just (laughs) snowstorms. And have you ever seen the Today Show in the morning where those idiots people in the background hold up signs? Yeah, that was me. (laughs) They were like, Ingrid, that's the most American thing ever. (laughs) So they carried along those pieces of paper and big Sharpies and were like, just make a sign. And I'm like, okay, so I wrote, Ingrid from Germany says hello like a big-ass sign, and then I remember it was in the early morning, it was 6 a.m., it was freezing, I don't know, on Fahrenheit, but in Celsius, like when the atoms <laughs> start to move, you know? <laughs> and I stood there in the Today Show in the background holding up a sign, Ingrid from Germany says hello, and my host parents, who were too lazy to follow along, were in their hotel room watching the Today Show, <laughs> calling me, we see you on TV! And, um... That's how I got Americanized. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Keep blabbing for Ingrid Wenzo. Yay! <laughs> that was a great story. <laughs> All right. Moving along to the people that have stars behind their name. This comedian is a is a funny man. Uh, he I love it every time he's here. Put your hands together everybody. It's Sanj Nala. <laughs> Did I mention that we got, that got a
12: I don't just talk the talk, guys. Uh, I was listening to a song called uh, Midnight Train to Georgia. You guys know that song? And apparently it's from by an African-American group. It's like, psst, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, uh, I was riding BART. I ride BART every day. And I saw this beautiful Asian girl. And I was like, oh man, she looks so good. And then I saw she had a boyfriend, and immediately in my head, I started singing. You know, I saw her face in a crowded place. She was drinking pearl milk tea. She will never be with me. That's just what kept going on in my head. And then I thought, hey, you know what will be really funny? If I say that tonight. And <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, I'm on a diet uh, because I read uh, an article that listed all the foods that cause cancer. So for the past month, I've been eating almonds and berries, but mostly almonds. And you'd be surprised, you know? Like how many things are bad for you? Like I saw an article, uh, it said holistic food, holistic diet. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get on this shit, right? Holistic. Uh, And so I stopped eating french fries because uh, french fries are yellow, and my chakras uh, like green. So, I'm, d- I'm just taking a moment for myself. I'm just trying to, <laughs> just trying to recover from this. Uh, oh, white hobos with dreadlocks. Have you guys seen this? I was like wondering, like what's the deal with this, right? But I feel like if a race war goes down, uh, they could just disguise themselves. It's like a disguise, you know, like they could just put their head down and just like Sobriety checks Do You guys know what those are? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you come to the thing uh, you get checked for alcohol or whatever, right? So anyway I come to the sobriety check and the dude in front of me is like this guy with like gray hair down to here Okay, gray ponytail and he's driving a minivan. And before he even gets out of the car, I'm like, all right, this guy's gonna be arrested for murder. All right? <laughs> like, what the hell is he doing, like, driving a minivan? You know, like, the cops are just like, like, do you smell something? Like, they're smelling, like, the bodies or whatever in the back. Like, do you smell something? He's like, yeah, it's alcohol. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm just taking another moment. Uh, <laughs> I heard about this dude, uh, this guy who was uh, raping butch lesbians uh, a lot, and when I read that, I was like, damn, this guy's committed. You guys know that I've gotten more laughs in this set by like, reacting to how you guys didn't laugh than by the, than by the actual jokes. Like, that's that's the most laughs I've gotten. All right, I'll end on this one. Uh, I used to work at a department store, and uh, right when we were closing up for the night, a black gentleman walked into the store, and I was like, I'm sorry, sir, you can't come in. We're closed. He's like, oh, I see how it is. I'm like, no, sir, you don't understand. We're actually closed. And he just looked at me, and I looked at him, and then he held me at gunpoint while I emptied out the cash register, guys. (laughs) Alright, thanks guys. Back to Penn.
0: Sam Noah. Yay. People laughing at his jokes. Strange reactions, hey. Your next comedian is also staying, which is why he has a star behind his name, which is why he's going up next. Hey guys, clap wildly. It's Ken Suzuki! <laughs>
13: Thank you Pam. So, guys are excited? Super Bowl weekend? no. You don't want to see, you don't want to see the Southern Kitty Cats versus the Rocky Mountain Horses? You don't want to see them play throw that ball around? You don't want to see them throw the ball around? Oh, we really do love sports that involve balls, don't we? We got football, basketball, baseball. Last month it was the powerball. Like, the only ball I'm interested in is the one that can be used as a gag. I don't know. I, I know the Power Bubble was last month, but I want to talk about it. I think there should be rules about who plays the lottery. For example, you should not be allowed to play the Powerball lottery if you've already won the genetic lottery. Oh, you actually have to make eye contact to get your sugar mom or sugar daddy to take care of you. Oh, the struggle's so real. We talk about the 1% for, with money, but we really need to start talking about the 1% of looks as well, okay? I guess I'm trying to say that's why I support Bernie Sanders. Because he gives me hope. He gives me hope that one day, the offspring of a young Stuart Hobbit, and an old Jew, that's Smeagol, And Larry David can one day run for president. I'm sorry. When I look at him, I think, hey, what if they made it? (sighs) Let's talk about domestic domestic abuse. I think we can all agree that it is wrong to hit or abuse your partner in any way uh, without a safe word. And if you're going to simulate drowning, Make sure to give her something to hold on to. If she lets go of that, that's her safe word. (sighs) I like telling jokes. I like writing jokes. I'm trying to write my assisted suicide joke. I just can't seem to finish it on my own. (laughs) But it begs the question, if your suicide is assisted, did you really kill yourself? I mean, isn't that just... is it like just saying you had self-help from a book? I mean, really. I also love philosophy. I really do love nihilism, all right? Now, say what you want about it, but it's gonna be meaningless. I like you, sir. Just completed my treatise on it, and it uh, contained nothing, so. Man. I see that there's a horn that's going to be uh, rung in just a second. So, do you ring a horn or you toot a horn? Ring it. Toot. Oh, okay. I
0: believe it's
13: honk. I believe it's honk. Honk. Oh, shit, you're right. Just look at your jaw. Tra- okay. Oh. Well, fisting jokes. Say, say what you want about them. They can get deep. I think fisting jokes feel best, though, when they're not forced. I love the sigh. Whatever frustrated sigh that was, that made my night. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Ken Suzuki! Hooray! Yeah, uh, if you see him in the, in, the, in the hardware store in the rope section, you might want to walk the other direction. All right, your next comedian, funny man, I'm glad he's here tonight. Put your hands together, it's Ed Wallach. <laughs>
14: Hello.
15: We're going to take a brief sojourn into the comedic heart of darkness, if you don't mind. I hope you all like dark shit, because that's what I've got. But we'll start off with something nice. I've lost 135 pounds since December 20th, 2014. Thank you. 285 when you count the Jewish shrew I got off my back. And my favorite part about that joke isn't that it's low-hanging fruit and it's easy to see coming. My favorite part about that joke is that if you know how to do math, you know what she weighs now and revenge is subtle. (laughs) And we're going to make it a little more devastating on the BMI chart right now. She's (laughs) 4'11". But it's the right height for certain things. Anyway, um, so I was married 22.66 years to a Jewish woman. I minored in math! (laughs) 22.66 years breaks down to roughly 4,000 years on the Hebrew calendar, so I was in bondage almost as long as the Israelites were in Egypt. And there is yet to be a Moses to part the Red Seas of the California family court system to get my fucking ass out of there. Not one time did my magi, sorry, my attorney, throw his staff upon the ground, have it turn into a serpent and devour her attorney's staff. If you people don't know that, you need to brush up on your Jewish sports heroes. That's Moses. Let's see, 22.66 years, I had a gay Jewish mother-in-law. You heard me right. Now, any two of those is an burden for any person to bear. But you throw that third one in there, you've got a trifecta of terror, even the Bush-Cheney administration couldn't invent. And my favorite part about my gay Jewish mother-in-law, no one in her family gets the irony or they deliberately are obtuse to it, but the woman is a used carpet reseller. I shit you not, she's a living stereotype. But when you think about it, aren't all women really used carpet resellers? Honestly. I mean, occasionally you'll run into a pergola, a laminate, something smooth. I can't really talk. I'm packing a used Vienna sausage, so. um, Let's see, during the 25 years I was with that woman, actually, I gained 200 pounds, so. Basically, every 50 pounds I lose is 6.25 years of her bullshit off my back, and at this point, we're a little bit over 12.5 years bullshit free. <laughs> but we're into the really well dug in bullshit, so I'm spending more time at the gym. <clears throat> oh, I fucking had a good tag for that, and I fucking forgot it now. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Where to go? I hate to pull out my little thing because I'm still working on stuff. This. I know. Okay, let's go real quickly. This will be the last thing I'll do. I know. Let's hear the applause for that. Um, so let's bring up something about early warning signs in a relationship, and this kind of goes to work ethic, actually. Uh, Blowjobs. If you're a woman, someone's raping that clown again. If, so, if, uh, if uh, the woman you're with will not allow you to finish that's ethically, that's just fucking wrong. There's something seriously wrong with that. No one has ever given me the tap when I'm down there chowing down, practicing my alphabet. That's a toss back to Sam Kennison, by the way. I really use it. It works. And, uh, <laughs> but my point with this about blowjobs is this. If I come up and my beard looks like a glazed donut from Krispy Kreme, I expect my Jewish woman's mustache to look the same. <laughs> Thank you, folks. Uh,
0: keep it going for Ed! Yay! All right, moving them right along here. On the happy hour, your next comedian. Uh, I, he's grown his beard back and it's vintage. Every, every day, I, I, he looks more and more like the man I used to knew. No. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying tonight. I've only had one beer, by the way, so I'm not even, not—it's isn't even drunk, Pam. I just don't even know what to say. Not even high. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm just a bad host. But your next comedian is a good comedian. Put your hands together. It's Stefan Massey.
9: <laughs>
16: oh, <okay. laughs> oh, I'm <laughs>
17: Oh, thank you. Um, so my mom has a friend that she plays tennis with, a, a Thai woman. Hmm. It's dangerous. Is it? Okay, I'll put it on the. the cha-
0: chairs all wonky. Yeah, there.
17: It's better on the floor, clearly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my mom has a, a, a friend who she plays tennis with, a Thai woman named Tan. And uh, Tan, she's very outgoing. And you know, when her and her friends are watching the tennis matches, uh, they get excited. They, you know, they'll they'll shout. They go woo. Um, And you can't say anything about that because they're known to get very defensive. Uh, So I guess the lesson there is uh, Wu-Tan clan ain't nothing to fuck with. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Uh, I recently uh, found out, I found out this past week that uh, Janine Garofalo was uh, one of, if not the first people to uh, bring her notes up on stage. Um, And I just wanna give shouts out to her for um, making it okay for all of us to uh, disrespect the audience and <laughs> waste their time and, and to make it possible for me to uh, be antisocial in a room full of people. Um, I am going to a party this weekend and I'm gonna be doing Molly for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little apprehensive, uh, mainly because uh, the first time that, or uh, early in my pot usage, um, I smoked half a joint And decided that it would be a great idea to just sort of cling to this cute girl like a koala for half of the night. Uh, And that was just pot, so I'm really going to have to check myself. Uh, um, I feel like a real stand-up comic um, because this past week, for the first time, I bought drugs from a stranger. Um, (laughs) uh, You know, it was just weed. Uh, But I, I feel like I am starting to need to have to check my usage. I'm starting to develop a tolerance. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Pam made up some pop punch and um, I, uh, I had a little too much. Uh, I walked about half a mile to uh, the 24th Mission BART and uh, I proceeded to throw up on not one but two separate BART trains. <laughs> Got off at my stop and made a hat trick in the parking lot and then fell asleep in my car for two hours. Marijuana's a hell of a drug, kids. Um, I, I saw that movie, uh, that movie Sisters over the, or in the, during the holidays, and um, did someone say why? Okay, I didn't think so, okay. It was funny, no, it was funny, it was, it, I, I liked it. Um, and there's, but there's a scene that, that, that kind of rubbed me a little uh, weird where Amy Poehler goes off with her love interest and they smoke a joint together, and it's played as kind of intimate. There was a similar scene in an episode of that show, Man Seeking Woman, and I'm, I'm just seeing it a lot around Hollywood, uh, and I'm just wondering why they think that marijuana is some kind of aphrodisiac slash party drug. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. You know, when I smoke, I just want to watch one of my favorite movies or play video games for a couple hours until I fall asleep with Chex Mix on my shirt. Just keep it simple, for God's sake. Um, all right, I'll, I'll leave you guys with this. Um, I, uh, you guys ever, you know, flip around basic cable and come across one of those movies where they have to edit the saltier dialogue for TV? Um, you know, some, and usually it's just uh, it's simple stuff like, you know, oh fudge or uh, eat spit and die. Uh, <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes they go the extra mile. Um, for instance, in um, in Die Hard, that iconic line, Kaya, motherfucker." was changed to yippee Kaye mister Falcon. <laughs> that's true, that's true. And in, uh, in <laughs> I know, right, right? And in uh, Snakes on a Plane, uh, the line, uh, I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane, was artfully transformed into, I'm tired of these monkey-fighting snakes on this Monday through Friday plane. <laughs> Classic. I'm Stefan Massey. Thanks, guys.
0: Hooray! Keep it going for Mr. Falcon's self. Stefan Massey. It's a really funny new joke, dude. I haven't heard that one yet from you, and I like it very much. Your next comedian, I like her very much because she's my co-host every Wednesday from noon to 2 on the AltaCast, keeping me fucking balanced as I, like, fly off the handle. She keeps me grounded, ladies and gentlemen. You never know what she's gonna do. She's a wonderful person and a very funny lady. Put your hands together. LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, wins!
18: Yay. This chair is annoying me. It's just like, how many people have been up here straight in the damn chair? Aren't you raised correctly? Damn it, it's like calling people, like, help me. And everyone's just like, well, I'm gonna do. And I'm just like, dude, help the chair. Right. That's what happens when you get domestic, you know, like, you like worry about stupid shit like chairs and rugs and bad bath and beyond, and I'm getting old, that's what that is. Yeah, like we have a toilet war going on at my house right now, and it's just me and my boyfriend, and the toilet war is, you know, because I live in San Francisco now, and I gotta be so, you know, you know, conserve water and stuff, so we don't flush the toilet every time we use it. Yeah, I know, my boyfriend wanted to put this roll out. And he's from England, by the way, so it's just like really funny. You have an American and an English man like arguing over like flushing the toilet. And I'm like, dude, this is why you guys got cholera in the first place during the 1840s, because y'all didn't flush and wash your hands. People died, if you guys remember anything about um, English history that actually happened. And so I guess he's just going back to his roots. I don't know. And I'm just like, okay, we can conserve water. Just flush number twos, and uh, number ones. Okay, all right. And unless I'm on my period, I'm like, just flush that shit down the toilet for real. Like that's embar- That's bl- a bloody mess. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so you know, I, I'm, you know, he doesn't put down the seat. So now for him, you know, it's like, since I don't, he doesn't flush, you know, he forgets to put down the seat. So, you know, the 3 a.m., I have to go to the PAW team and I'm still like a zombie, like, where's the toilet?
11: And
18: there's nothing like sitting on a nice cold ass porcelain seat to warm your ass up and wake your ass up because dumb fuck didn't put down the fucking seat it's just, it's rude. You fall into a toilet. Guys, you don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like. Try, to sit down and when you pee next time and see what it's like to have your ass on cold porcelain. But anyway, so in, in retaliation to our piss war, and I'm not talking R. Kelly style, um, I started flushing. So I started flushing. So I started the piss revolution in my house. And so, he gets mad so sometimes when he hears me flush, he'll say something like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, <laughs> and, and I'm like, nothing, I'm washing my hands. So he's like, "I heard you flush the toilet." And and I'm like, "Yeah, I be, I just I'm just tired of this shit. I'm tired of the piss and shit. I I'm like, we live in, you know, the 21st century. I I flush when I pee." All right, enough about that piss talk. Um <laughs> So um some of you guys know I do work in the marina with like Tom and Amber and them. And so last week we had a you know, for beer week and stuff, if you're into that, um we had um a, a bro sausage plate. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, very bromosexual. <laughs> and it was all the sausages we make in house and it was called and you actually had bros like Chad and Oliver and Chandler Chad's best friend and all of them like ordering the sausage and it was just really like uh, I really wanted to kill white people at that moment I wanted to run away (laughs) it sounds really vulgar and violent but you go to the marina and see Chad and them eat a whole eight board thing of sausage Happy Black History Month. My, my name's Troy.
0: <laughs> Keep it going for LaToya. Black History Month. Yes. All right. Moving right along with the people with stars behind their name. Your next comedian. Sadly, he is leaving us for the wilds of the um, northern parts of New York. Far, lejos, muy lejos, a Like, very, very far from here. Uh, and we're going to miss him a lot when he goes. So, you guys... Um, Clap for him while he's here. It's Tommy McGuire.
19: All right, guys, how you doing? He's okay, all right. <laughs> FYI, you guys stick around and, you, and you're a non-comic and you pay a $5 and now comes with a free Takate. So please stick around for the sh- showcase. I'm not a rich man, but I just spent some money on you guys, so fucking please appreciate it. <laughs> like you're gonna appreciate this poetry. The, set the place... Is that what you say? Uh, went to a comedy show with a friend, an old, old friend and his new girlfriend. She's a nice enough girl. She's very pretty. That's how it starts. She was very pretty by classical standards. He's successful by classical standards. She got her drink order wrong yet blamed the service. She was very pretty by classical standards. She was wrong we kept silent. She was mad. We kept silent. She went to the potty to fart or shit or whatever. And we both agreed that bitch was wrong as fuck. And we had to ap- ap- apologize to the poor server who had to deal with this stupid bitch who did not order a Bud Light. You ordered the goddamn fucking blue moon, the right size. Now this dude's got to go back to the bi- you Fucking bitch. I apologized to him for her. We both knew why. the <laughs> so next one. I recently worked with a uh, African-American woman for the comedy tandem out in Hayward. It's a very fun time, please go if you can. And I looked at her, she looked at me, I had a feeling. She had a, she had a boyfriend, so nothing. She was kind, sweet, and fine, although attached. But I didn't assume, I just knew. And so did she. A week's passed, and we crossed paths, because of course we did. And there she was with her white boyfriend. And there I was with my Nubian princess. And while no words were uttered, we both uh, telepathically shouted i fucking knew it <laughs> <laughs> all right that's all i'm gonna do tonight i just want to warm up for the showcase tonight thanks guys thanks pam all right
0: yay. Comedy poetry from keep it going yay stick around for the uh, for the for the show uh this is the last comedian that has a star behind his name so we're gonna go back to the regular list right after this but Like I said to you guys, I give preference to people who are going to stay. Your next comedian, really funny guy. He's here all the time. I see him at Brainwash almost every day. You guys are going to love him. It's Ed Ants.
16: Thank you, Pam. Now for the part of my act that Pam hates. (laughs) Just in time... My name is Ed, and I'm a bit of a bum. I spend my days playing video games, smoking as much weed as I can get my hands on. And according to the city and county of San Francisco, I'm looking for work. <laughs> By the way, didn't look at the notes. Yeah, look. Because it gives me power and makes me unique like that, Pam? Do ya? Do ya? (laughs) Alright. Where I live, I'm in the thick of it. Drug dealers just outside my front gate. Discarded heroin needles just past that. You think you can just keep your chin up, grin and bear it? There's a minefield of human shit standing upright and trying to talk to you. I know that I'm smart enough to get a job in tech. I'm just not dumb enough to think that I'd like one. I think the phrase, we need to talk, has never been used to start a conversation that both people wanted to have. In a very real sense, it only starts one thing, the end of a relationship. See, they clap when I change cards. That's the power of it. It doesn't cost a lot to be a Coke lover. But it can cost a lot to be a Coke addict. Like a tooth, for example. Or maybe a perfectly good friendship. I wasn't raised in a family where that was acceptable behavior. No, we drank ginger ale. I'm going to stop wishing people a happy birthday on Facebook. It's not that I don't like people. It's just that I'm comfortable not being friends with somebody who unfriends me on social media because I forgot to wish them a happy birthday. (laughs) I'm attracted to a really cute Jewish girl and I don't know how to talk to her. I know that she's intelligent, but she makes bad decisions. And she's trying to get back together with her ex, but that guy's not a mensch. No. He's the kind of guy that'll give a girl the clap without making a sound. (laughs) And that's why that's the (laughs) punchline. Lifestyles of the poor and unlovable. (laughs) You're never gonna hear that one, folks, because I just got the horn. And that means only one thing. It's time for an ad. Yeah. A while back, I was a sad, lonely man who didn't know how to use microphones. But now, I have a website that I use to spread love to the world. It's called JustMeAndChicks.com. Say it with me. JustMeAndChicks.com Go there Download the podcast that I did with LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, win for free and buy a hoodie for money. Buy it for money Spend money Give me your money
0: Keep laughing for Ed Ants. Very excited to download that podcast with LaToya the Sheriff of Truth all right, we're going back to the regular list of unstarred people. Um, although Chris Kanatzir and Journey Roberts, you stand for the. Are you staying for the showcase? You are. Did you guys want sets? Because people who are staying for the, showcase, the showcase get showcase. special. Pre- you're on the showcase. Broke, up right now. Can- you want to go up? Because you're staying. Okay. All right, the last <laughs> person who's staying for the showcase, and then we'll get to the real list. One of my favorite people in the whole world. You guys can see his show twice a month at the New Village Cafe. It's a great show. You can see him all the time, everywhere. He's booked at clubs and colleges all over the Bay Area. Put your hands together, everybody. Chris can answer. All
20: right, thank you. I'm not gonna take up too much time because I know I'm eating up somebody's time and they're pissed off right now. Uh, But I read the Google science news. It's the only news I can stomach anymore. Anybody else? Science news? Fuck, man. Well, (laughs) so maybe you're not excited about this, but they found a spider. Anyone yet? Anyone? They found a spider encased in amber from about 100 million years ago. He's on board, my man. And uh, what makes it, well, first of all, it's a perfect specimen. That's always exciting. Uh, and it has a perfect little spider boner. It's true, and that's like the New York Times headline was ancient spider with erection found. <laughs> you can Google it. It's super cool. You should read science news. Uh, but anyways, I, I was excited about it. I read the article and then they have an image of it so you can look at it and it's like a really, it's, it's a good looking penis. Uh, it's like a millimeter, but it's, a, it's weird. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not like human, but it's sort of humanoid. Uh, it's, it's a good looking cock. Um, but it was the first time I ever thought about spider dick. Right, have you spent any time? Right. And then I started thinking about, for the first time ever, at age 43, spider pussy. (laughs) Right? And then I just started thinking about spiders fucking. Spiders making love. How intense is spider sex? The eye contact. (laughs) Right? All right. (laughs) Well, I was excited about it. And so for the, of course, you know, your mind wanders, especially if you're a filthy piece of shit comic. And uh, I started, what's it like to fuck a spider? Right, because it must be good. And uh, do you even care? Do you care that I would fuck a spider? If I was up here talking about fucking a dog or a cat, you'd be like, this guy's sick. But fucking a spider, you don't care because you don't like them. You don't care. So I started Googling what the biggest spider in the world is. (laughs) Does anybody know the biggest spider in the world? It is, it is. It's the Goliath bird eater. That's what it's called, the Goliath bird eater spider. And there are some horrifying YouTube videos of it attacking birds and mice. (laughs) And just winning right away. Right away. But it's soft and hairy, and uh, it kind of stands up on its hind legs, and it's bigger than a human hand, so I know there's room. All right, that's all I have. Thank you.
0: Keep it going for Chris Gnads or Spider-Fucker, good times. Here we go, moving right along. Thank you for your patience. Your next comedian is Calvin Albright. Yay. Yay.
21: Yay. Hi, everybody. Uh, before I start, uh, Mike check, Mike check. Is anyone, has anyone seen my friend Michael Check? <laughs> he went uh, missing last Wednesday. We were doing nitrous in the Sports Chalet parking lot. And Michael Check is now MIA. He needs his medicine. He's schizophrenic and diabetic. He's very tall. He's a seven foot tall man. Likes include pretending he has a knife. Dislikes include the cops. <laughs> oh, it's a fun one to start with the mic checks and all that. Pam, how are you doing? I do have a tip for you. If you don't, I'm, well, I'd be mad at you if you're not already doing this. If you're not recalling your relationship PB and J, then you have a problem. <laughs> you need to start doing that immediately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you, Ed, thank you, Ed. Because <laughs> Pam, Benjamin, and Jonathan, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I found out uh, on the subway over here that I am not a fit mother. I don't have any motherly instincts. We were about to hit the Castro stop on the Muni, and these two girls are on the train with their father. And they're standing, and no one's giving up their seats. I'm also standing because I'm getting off soon, and the train hits a very sudden stop, and time slows down because this guy does not have a handle on his kids. <laughs> and the one just starts to topple over, and my o- she's falling in front of me, and my only reaction is, oh, that's going to hurt, kid. So yeah, I don't think I'm going to be a good mother if my first instinct is, oh yeah, that'll show him." <laughs> that's how you learn to not fucking fall on the bus, kid. Uh, but I, uh, I, I haven't had a good week uh, as like the kid isn't now. I have not had a good week. I recently got my debit card stolen. Yeah, and that's not fun. There is a bright side though. Now some homeless guy owes Wells Fargo $700. Woo. <laughs> I don't know how he's gonna get it to him. He doesn't even have an address to send bills to. The first just came around too. He's gonna be fucked when those late fees start rolling in. Man. He didn't know what he was getting into. I'll <laughs> teach him to rob people, you know? <laughs> uh, I did me uh, I do have a bad financial situation. I did just recently get a new job. Kinko's now is pays me to stand out front dancing to the safety dance in fast motion, screaming at people. Isn't this as meaningless as it's all been? <laughs> They've explained to me like numerous times how it sells paper, but I've, I just keep forgetting. <laughs> I did have to leave my old job. I was, uh, when, I, well, when I moved up here in August, I had to leave my old job, and I missed that job very much. I haven't been able to find one up here like it. I was a library spitter. I don't know, you guys are all polite people, so I've ne- I'm sure you've never encountered someone like me. But at a library, when you're reading, and you're, you know, some, it's, it's, a very, it's supposed to be a quiet place, and the librarian will come up and shush you. And after two times, she taps me on the shoulder, and I come out of the back room. Yeah, yeah, right in their face. That's what you get for not being quiet at the library. It was minimum wage, guys, but it was a fun job. I sat on the back, I played Sudoku. It was a good job. <laughs> uh mutiny radio have a good night (laughs) Calvin
0: albright yeah he knows how to read fantastic libraries all right moving right along your next comedian put your hands together it's james bust rates no it's steve steve rush how do you but before we get to it how do i pronounce your last name for next time Bostwick. Okay, you're up next. I missed it. He's up next. Everybody, Steve Rush!
22: Thanks, guys. Is it okay if I put my phone here? Or is it going to fall off? Uh, What's up, guys? You guys guys look tense. Dude, can you, like, direct my uh, funeral? Your voice is so good for that. Uh, Just... I can't do your voice. I would try, but I don't want to fuck it up. Anyways, back to my shitty set. Um, I uh, matched with a with a black woman today on Tinder for the first time. Uh, I know. I was like Black History Month. is fucking helping me out, huh? Uh, no, it's I. I really want to date or fuck a black woman. I don't know why. I just it's just the possibility of having a baby that can jump would be great. Uh cuz if I could jump I wouldn't fucking be here right now I'd be playing in the NBA probably <laughs> I knew that joke was going to take a shit Uh what's going on? You, get, you look what's going on guys? I don't want to I'm I'm tense right now. I I know you guys are looking at me. I'm tense. I'm like prairie dog in a shit. I cuz I, I I can't use public bathrooms, so I have to avoid every public bathroom. So every time I go out, if I don't go before I leave, it just, I get really tense. That's where I'm at right now. Um, Moving along, I I went to a poetry lounge uh, for the first time. Oh God, so terrible. Poetry lounges, I like, midway through, I was thinking of, like, how can I kill my, like, what can I do to, like, get out of this? This is so bad. I thought open mics were bad, and then I was like, you know, poetry lounges, you take the cake. They're so, like, it's so weird. They actually, like, support you. I know. It's fucking weird. You guys are like, what is support? Because all the comics are, I, support is, like, uh, where you, like, people pay attention, and they listen to you, and they, like, focus on what you're saying. That happens at poetry lounges. Uh, that doesn't really happen at uh at open mics like they clap and they snap and it's all this lovey-dovey and it's oh it's so great and in the midway through I was like man I just want to go to open mics and do exactly what I'm doing right now and no one laughing <laughs> That's exactly what I want to do And then at the worst part is like they at the end the girl or this girl that went up was so bad uh, the end the girl was like you are so great come back next week and i was like fucking no don't come back ever again you're so bad that's just so much to tell me uh what else um i i, I match with a dog on tinder but it's not it was i know it's not a real dog i'm not that dumb but i guess it was someone like fucking around and i accidentally swiped right on the dog But the weird thing is, like, the girl or the person who's running it just keeps sending me woof messages, (laughs) like, every 15 minutes. I'm just like, what the hell? But, like, so I'm fucking back. I'm like, all right, fuck this. You're going to play with me. I'm going to play with you. I was like, I'll fuck the shit out of you. And then she just goes, woof, woof, woof. And then I just go, I'll fuck the shit out of you more. And then she's, woof, woof, woof. She just keeps doing that, and then it never ends. So I just, I didn't unmatch because I was like, this is pretty fucking funny. And uh, that's all I have to say about fucking dogs. (laughs) Fake dogs.
4: <laughs>
22: uh, it's c- it's kind of cool that uh I like the silence in here right now. <laughs> it's kind of cool that uh, uh, white people get 11 months dedicated to us, you know? <laughs> They're like Native Americans. You guys don't get it. you guys get a day. That's it. We're gonna call it Thanksgiving, even though you didn't give a shit. We fucking stole, pillaged, raped, genocide. Recall Thanksgiving, though, guys. (laughs) All right, I'm in on that. Have a good night.
0: (laughs) 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 Steve Rush, Mass Genocide. Yay. Steve Rush, lovely hair. Uh, We're going to move quickly through our next three comedians, because that's all we have time for. Your next comedian, hey, put your hands together. It's James Boswick.
14: (laughs) um, Yes, it is James Boswick, but don't feel bad. Pam, a lot of people mispronounce my name. Uh, At my work, actually, uh, a lot of people people mispronounce Bostwick, so I just try to be funny and say, you know, just call me boss, right? You know, (laughs) just call me boss. And uh, so I tell everybody, you know, just call me boss, it's all right. And then uh, it didn't really go over well with, uh, you know, my black employee uh, co-worker. It's like, just call me boss, you know? Like, um, it's like, (laughs) I'm not calling you boss, all right? Uh, Didn't go over so well, but... um, uh so I uh I didn't move just here in San Francisco but I moved in uh Oakland over there and uh but you can tell you can probably tell um by my subscriptions uh to the New Yorker and uh the New York Times magazine New York Times newspaper that uh, I'm a snobby douchebag. So uh that's uh that's my deal. Um I'm really sick though of uh, dating in uh, Oakland, because uh, I feel like uh, people, girls just date me because um, of my race, you know? It's, uh, <laughs> it's, they really exoticize me, you know? It's really ridiculous, all right? They just wanna go over and tell their girlfriends, you know, I just fucked this uh, half Irish, quarter Italian, fifth Danish, 10th British, uh, 14th Scottish Terrier, you know? And it's just like, I'm a person, you know? <laughs> It's not just fucking a notch, right? Um, let me see here. I'm gonna have to do this. Um, oh yeah. Um, so I feel like uh, fashion is really like cyclical. You know, it um, it comes and goes, and everybody thinks they're really original. You know, but um, in reality, you're just kind of recycling somebody else's uh, innovation like years ago, right? So for instance, like. I thought I was the one to uh, kind of utilize, you know, those kind of those loops on the top of your pants that you, you're supposed to carry your carabiner at. I thought I was the, the one to, like, you know, create some kind of leathery strap, you know, like kind of just belt it up, you know. But it turns out people, like, Beatnik's been doing that since the 50s, you know. So that's what I'll say. Um, so, uh, lastly, Um, I feel like that um, I have a real tough time um, accepting breakups, you know. It takes me a while because usually I see them uh, not as like an ex-girlfriend, but more like a really shitty girlfriend, you know. So it takes me a while. So like I'll be complaining to friends like, man, she forgot my birthday like two years in a row, you know. She didn't even take me out, didn't even call. It's bullshit. Or like... You know, when we're going out to like dinner or something, like she creates a scene all the time. Like she's yelling at me, you know, like quit following me, you know, put down the gun. All right. Okay, that's it. Thank you very much.
0: Hey, keep it going. For James Boswick. Just for further reference, that's a minute. When you hear the horn, you have a minute. Okay. I- told people at the beginning but you might not have been here yeah, I'm sorry about that so whenever you hear the horn it's not me being like rap when when I'm telling you to wrap it up I'm like actually standing up on stage being like wrap it up motherfucker you're way over four minutes that's how I roll uh your next comedian has uh red hair in that well blondish red hair and I gotta just always think of strawberries whenever I see his name uh in in you know like on the beach you should Strawberries on the Beach with a young lady, Mr. Strawbridge. Uh, Put your hands together, everybody. It's Adam
23: Strawbridge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No one's actually ever made fun of my name that way. Strawberries. That's pretty, that's fresh. Um, You guys keeping your New Year's resolutions pretty well. Mine is to try dating myself for once. Because I figure I've been having sex with myself since I was 13. I owe myself the courtesy. Woo! Woo! Um, Jesus. Uh, po- <laughs> it's, it's getting pretty uh, hot in this election cycle, right? It's getting pretty spicy. Um, I feel like in elections there's always like a far left candidate and a far right candidate. But if I had to be a politician, I would be like a far out candidate, you know? <laughs> Boogie boards for every bro and chick drink free. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's my understanding that the president lives in the White House and the vice president lives in the Naval Observatory, but where does the Supreme Court live? It's like a big frat house? Sigma Kappa? Like initiate all the new judges? Like make them do a line off the original Constitution? <laughs> I bet like Clarence Thomas wouldn't want to. And they'd be like, this court finds 9-0. to zero. Pledge Thomas is a total pussy. <laughs> I don't like saying pussy. I just use it for jokes. It's um, a gross word. My mom is a Jew from suburban New Jersey. I don't know if you've met any of those kinds of people. Um, yeah. it's, a kind of pe- it's a peculiar brand of person. She's never really faced any actual anti-Semitism, but she likes to, she's like very hawkish about it, so she always is convinced that she is being persecuted. So my mom can, is convinced that the reason she didn't get into Harvard is because sh- there was a Jewish quota. And I tell her, I think it's because you wrote your admissions essay about when you tried acid and walked on the highway barefoot. She says, no, it's because I wrote about trying acid and walking on the highway barefoot the night of my bat mitzvah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't agree. My mom is kind of racist, but in this, like, very, like I said, very suburban, naive, I call it, like, a 90s brand of racism, which really just ignorance. So, like, my mom thinks any group of three or more black guys playing music together is reggae, even if it's, like, a string quartet. She'll be like, oh, what beautiful reggae. No mom, that's Beethoven. <laughs> Moms, what are you going to do? Can't live with them. I guess people do actually live without them a lot, so. <laughs> um, ISIS is pretty bad. They're all over social media. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go after ISIS. Um, we don't know how to deal with their social media presence, so I think the, my diagnosis would be that we're sending all these like FBI agents and people from like the NSA but these are like grown adults like usually like middle-aged men and I think the most potent users of the internet are middle-aged middle school girls you know what I'm saying when I was in middle school and I was on Facebook for like a week that's all it took me before I wanted to kill myself (laughs) send these middle school girls (laughs) after ISIS (laughs) guys aren't feeling this (laughs) um all right Let's wrap it up. Let's take it home. Almost made it, Pam. Apparently this is a thing Pam doesn't like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right, y- you guys been dildo shopping lately? I went lately. It's getting out of control of these dildos though. Technology, they're investing, they're investing like as much technology in dildos as they are in like submarines and it's crazy. And they all have the same names too. There's like Vanguard class dildos, Trident class dildos, it's nuts. I wanted to keep the theme consistent, so I named my dildo the USS Barack Obama. <laughs> but that's actually mostly just because it's black, well, half black. Um, no, joking aside, it's because after eight years, it's got to live up to the hype. <laughs> all right, thanks guy's an Armstrong. <laughs> this
0: <laughs> is <Astral. Robert. laughs> Bringing a political ass-fucking joke in at the end, yay, just to show us how meaningless all of it is. How are we going to decide this election? by Rochambeau or Coin Toss, Um, tackling the important issues here on Happy Hour. One last comedian for you guys tonight. Is he in here? There he is. Everybody clap wildly for Adam Pearlstein.
24: Hey, guys. So um, first off, I'm tired of the uh, the Super Bowl occupation. Of San Francisco, um, these these foreign entities coming into our city and forcing their culture onto us, telling us what streets we can drive down, where we can park. I think I get where the terrorists like are coming from, like now. Like part of me just wants to like go to Syria and like live as a refugee until the Super Bowl is over on Monday. Just <laughs> to do that. Okay. Um, I'm, uh, I'm against uh, stealing music, I think stealing music's a bad thing, but uh, musicians steal music too, it's not just people that listen to music, musicians steal music too, like uh, Led Zeppelin got sued for uh, Stairway to Heaven, um, Pharrell got sued by Marvin Gaye, um, Sam Smith got sued by Tom Petty, but yet the Alphabet song hasn't given the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star song a fucking dime the whole time, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, it's the same melody, C-C-D-D-E-E-F-F, Okay. <laughs> um but how do you even like go to court for that too like just like do you say to like the judge it's like your owner like our song goes booby-dee-bop boo and their song goes shoo dee bop a bop and he's like let me hear that again like what's going on like how do you even like a like who stole what um from who that makes no sense to me um like now like politicians right like if they use music um for a speech or something like that like if a band doesn't like them they'll ask them to stop using their music like, I remember, like, in 2012, um, Journey sent John McCain a cease and desist letter for using their music during a speech because they don't like what he believes in, and which is pretty funny to me. they there's like, we don't like you. You can't use, like, our shit. Like, imagine if you were, like, at the gym, like, on the treadmill, and, like, Eminem just walked up to you, and she's like, no, we don't. <laughs> I don't like the way you talk to your mother. You can't listen to my music on the treadmill. <laughs> um, uh, I don't understand uh, petitions. Um, I, I don't how has a petition ever affected or uh, changed anything? Um, People ask you to sign them all the time. It's just like, here's, so it seems like the process of a petition. Like, you get an issue, you ask everyone to sign it, you hand it in, and they throw it away. That's just seems like what happens. Like, it seems like the reaction you get from signing a petition is the same reaction you get, like, when you make your mom, like, a macaroni plate in kindergarten and just, like, give it to her, and she's like, oh, wow, that's great that you did that. That's... It's cool. We're going to take this and we're going to put it right um, here and we'll just look at that and just be like, you did that. It's pretty cool. You did that. Anyway, you suck, Adam. Um, So, um, I, um, I watch porn uh, sometimes um, (laughs) to masturbate and, um, you know, my girlfriend, we started dating, I told her I watch porn. She's like, you know, girls watch porn too. It's like, not the same way that like, guys watch porn you know I mean some girls shave their face but like not the same way that okay um and um she asked me like do I ever think about her when I masturbate I'm like yeah I think oh boy she wouldn't like this very much and that's the um, oh cool what a good joke All right thank you so much that's my time bye,
0: right. Yay, bye. A that is a very funny last joke for you um, so, guys, that was the end of Happy Hour here at MutinyRadio.fm. I've been your host, Pam Benjamin. Uh, big apologies to George Davis, Sean McKenzie, Haley Benham, Archdeacon, Connor Bilden, and Frank Prev. Uh, if you guys get back to me, if you come next week, I'll um, I'll get you guys on for sure. But sorry about that. It's just there's too many comedians and not enough time. It's what happens at open mics. But, hey, stick around. For Pantastic's Comedy Clubhouse, we have a great show tonight, and we have a headliner all the way from Sweden, which is fucking crazy, right? Like, what's up with that? It's the only good thing the fucking Super Bowl has brought us. is A comedian from Sweden, everything else is fucking ass-stupid. Uh, no, seriously, fuck, fuck all that shit. I live in Union Square, and it sucks. Uh, clap again for Trina for running the ones and twos, and uh, stick around for Pamtastics. Bye.
25: euphoria, and stimulate appetite? I'm gonna guess waffles. (laughs) That is incorrect! Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good!
0: Brainwash Cafe, Asiento, and the great people at Alta California Botanicals. Have you heard of subliminal SF? Visual and auditory mind control. Graphic design, physical merchandise, live music, promotions. Go! www.subliminalsf.com for the most amazing
23: Good evening there my friends here at mutinyradio.f Evan, Chester Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there and uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak healing. So all you got to do is just go to podcasticspcrcollectiveorg slash comedyclubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host, Pam Benjamin, brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> yeah.
26: that's what I'm saying! It's the Joke Workshop, Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m.s at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo!
25: 499!
0: The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources
15: People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. The museum's living collection features more than 50 species of non-releasable native California animals. Visitors can see and learn about wildlife such as eagles, owls, bobcats, coyotes, reptiles, and other fascinating creatures. The museum's world-renowned Wildlife Rehabilitation Hospital treats more than 5,000 wild animals each year with the goal of returning them to their native habitat. The Lindsay Wildlife Museum is in Walnut Creek. To learn more, visit wildlife-museum.org.
27: It gets to the point where, like, you walk into Target and you see, like, a cute bra that's, like, a winky face and it's Joe Boxer and you're like, oh, that's cute. I would want that. No, they only make it A through, like, C. Maybe C, all right? I want to be able to buy bras at Target. Those bras are like seven bucks. You know how much I have to pay for bra? I have to go to Lane Bryant. I have to make a fucking (laughs) meet with a fitting person, right? And then the fitting person is like, oh, what are you? Like an 80 gajillion double 3G, whatever? I'm like, yes, it's in 3D. Like, that's how big my, and then, and then she grossed me and she's like, I think you're a this. And then she brings you the size. And because I'm so fucking mortified, even if it doesn't fit, I'm just like, fuck it, yes, I will have that. Do you have it in a fun color? And she's like, we also have it in nude, which is a lie, because they have it in peach, which is not nude for me. That's racist. What they actually have in nude for me is chocolate. They have it in chocolate, they have it in white person nude, and they have it in black. And maybe he wanted to go wild and get a red one. Well, guess what? That doesn't hold anything. Just absolutely—it's like having a fucking hairnet around your boobs, and then being like, "Oh, look, it's cute, now, and it's big." So I hate bra shopping. Uh, thank you for hearing that. Um, <laughs> I do. I fucking hate it. Yeah, Lane Bryant's a terrible place. You know, I—I just—I've never been like an especially thin person, which is fine. Like, I whatever, man. Like, uh, you know. I don't, I don't give enough of a fuck to be, like, super healthy. But I just feel like, mm, I just don't want shopping to be arduous, you know what I mean? Like, I find a pair of jeans I like, I wear it until I get a hole, I'll tell you specifically where, in my crotch, All right? There's a hole that you can get if your thighs are really big and they rub together and it just erodes. These pants, they've been holding up pretty well, but sometimes you just know that it's on the edge and you're like, holy shit, I've had these jeans for two years, I have to find another pair of jeans, this is so awful. Uh, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> I have one minute left. Thanks, Pam. Pam, has that ever happened to you with a pair of jeans? i
16: have
0: I'll show you where
27: on We just bonded. Yeah. So Mauricio sat back there uh, during New Zealand, sa- I'm sorry, Terry, right? Terry Williams. All right, cool, not that that's creepy that I remembered it. Um, (laughs) sorry, I just alarmed myself. Um, maybe I'm Jason Bourne, and I don't know. Like, I just have all these memory skills. Um, (laughs) Mauricio sat back there and told me about how he wasn't drunk after getting kicked out of five bars. And so now I'm gonna make fun of you just a little bit, because I enjoyed sitting next to you contrary to what you believe. (laughs) I know you think I hate you, I don't. I just think... You're about to make fun of me. Does that mean I fucking hate you? No. No, that's not what that fucking means! Are you kidding me? If I make fun of people now I hate so them? Racist, if you make fun of me, I know it means that
0: you care about me.
27: Thank you, that's Pam. Jesus. Good job, baby. No, it's alright. You could go cry yourself to sleep tonight because you think I hate you. That's fine. I just <laughs> I just think it's funny that you call yourself Okay, here's here's the one thing I wanted to say, because you called yourself the Tupac a comedy. Have you ever seen a photo of Tupac with a hacky sack? Fucking no, you've never seen a picture of Tupac with a hacky sack. That's no, you made it up. Sorry, but I like your cardigan and I like your style. And Pam, I like you a lot for letting me talk shit for however much time this was. You guys have been great. Thank you so much. My name is Dom.
0: Friday night. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Peptastic's Comedy Clubhouse.